welcome to Beauty with a Cause. Be gentle with your mental. I'm your host, Morelli Robinson. Today is July 3rd of 2021, the day before 4th of July. And today I just want to talk about a women's self-defense seminar class that I took last weekend. It was really insightful and I just wanted to share some of what, if not a lot, of what I learned in the class. Um, For some of you that don't know, I am a victim of sexual assault. Um, it It was attempted assault. He didn't actually rape me, but I believe that's what his intentions were. However, that did not happen. Thank you, Jesus. But this is a class that I've always wanted to take. I just never had the chance to take it because the classes were always so expensive. And for the life of me, I could not understand why it was so much money. But this particular self-defense, women's self-defense seminar class was only $79, which actually is pretty good considering the prices I have seen prior. So it was really good. So before I begin, I just want to read today's devotional as usual. Um, It's called Trying of My Faith. Father, your word tells me that you have begun a good work in me and you will be faithful to complete it. Help me to resist the temptation to sin. I know that it's a process and that no one is perfect, but I desire to grow in my faith. I want to be a faithful daughter of the King. Bless my efforts, Father, and strengthen me and strengthen me as only you can. This could be daughter or king, male or female. Do you count it as joy when temptations come? That is a tough order. The Lord knows that your faith will not be complete and perfect without trials. Stand firm. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. James 1, 2, 4. I think the reading of this uh, Bible passage is a little different. Um, I don't like it, but anyways. Moving forward. So that's the word of the day. The self-defense women's seminar class that I took last Saturday was really, really good. I did invite a friend to come along with me and she showed up, so... That was good because I wasn't sure if she was going to really come or not, but it was good to see her there. And I just want to start off by saying that I have a lot to learn when it comes to self-defense because I have never actually been in a physical fight. I've only been in arguments. Um, I've also been in uh, a lot of disagreements and things like that, but I've never been in an actual physical fight, so I have a lot to learn. So beginning of the uh, class, she basically stated there's prediction, prevention, and protection. And the instructor, I think, was really good because, one, I admire the fact that she was just as small as me, and this girl can really fight. Like, to watch her do her thing, she knows what she's doing, she's observant, she's concise, and she can really kick your ass hey i don't want to curse but yeah you know you know what that spells so she also talked about mental health behind self-defense which i love 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 
because I am an advocate for mental health and I think there's a lot of psychological things that play into our everyday lives and our, and our mindset in general. So she said mental health behind the attack. There is mental health behind the attack. There's a lot that's in our control when it comes to self-protection. And she um, went on to like say, as women, we need to like start trusting our intuition more. Um, not second guessing or questioning our intuition. Um, predicting the behavior of the attacker, which is something that we can do if we're observant and we know what to look for. We need to have states of awareness, selection process, you know, know like the verbal pred predatory strategies, sorry. Predatory strategies, environmental situational situational awareness we need to know those things so she also stated that random does not exist which i really never knew because i barely watch the news but the news always 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 portrays fear they always i mean which i kind of get i don't get the portraying the fear but i get that they need to keep you aware of what's going on in the world i get all that but i just cannot sit under that every day it's not good for my my mental state of mind but she said that on the news sometimes they'll say random acts of this, random acts of that. And she was basically saying that nothing is ever random. It does not exist. Because criminals, predators always have a plan, according to the instructor. She says they always have a plan of what they're, go what they're going to do, how they're going to do it, and who they're going to attack. So she did say that fear is there to teach us. It's important to know how to assert yourself and set boundaries as a female. Men, y'all need to know this too, but I'm more so gearing this towards the females because um, unfortunately, being a female puts us at high risk, which she did talk about too. As a female, you're at high risk is how she said it. Sadly, that's just the way it is because you hear of more women being attacked than you hear of men being attacked. That's just a fact. So as a woman, you're more at risk. So you really, 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 really need to be aware and set your boundaries. Um, I also took note of every thought is preceded by a perception. Every impulse is preceded by a thought. Every action is preceded by an impulse. So let me say that one more time. Every thought is preceded by a perception. Every impulse is preceded by a thought. Every action is preceded by an impulse. So, and that quote was by Gavin D. Becker. I think he wrote this book on fear that she talked about in the class. So that's just one good thing to keep in mind. Also, we had like a color board where white was unaware, yellow is situationally aware, orange is potential threat, and red is ready to fight. So, every woman should know when they're in red. Like, if somebody's attacking you, being aggressive, they got their hands on you, they're trying to abduct you, you're in red at this point. And it's so good and essential to know what you're doing. Because honestly, <laughs> when I got attacked, I did not know what to do. First of all, I was in shock which is like the scariest feeling, um, close to a panic attack, if not right up there with a panic attack. Because I could not scream. I was trying to scream, nothing would come out. It was just 
shocked because I didn't see it coming. I was so unaware. I just did not know, which is not my fault. It's never the victim's fault. Never, ever, ever, ever the victim's fault. So uh, she, uh, I also took note of be more assertive with words with a pushy person who keeps being pushy to help. Uh, it was stated that possible attackers are too pushy. You should infer, enforce your verbal boundaries. And this is key. As a female, you need to give yourself permission to sternly say, no, I'm good. I don't need help. You have to feel comfortable being assertive and giving yourself that permission to lead and take control of your protection. Yes, we have God. God is always there to protect us, but we also need to play our part because you can't just say because God is there to protect me. I'm just going to, I don't know, walk across a busy street when I see cars coming knowing God is going to protect me. So let me just run in the middle of traffic. Like we, we can't do that either. So it's okay to want to learn how to protect yourself. And it's okay to want to take a self-defense class, a woman's self-defense class, if you feel it's needed. Because you want to be able to know what to do in the event you should ever get attacked. Prayerfully, that'll never happen in the name of Jesus. But you just never know, right? So it's just good to be prepared. So she had this thing up called, I don't know how to pronounce this, but it's Siva, Siva, S-I-V-A. And S stands for selection, I is for isolation, V is for verbalization, and A is for attack. So, Siva, 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 however you want to say it. And um, she also did state that criminals aren't dumb. They're not dumb. So, which is why it's usually never random. They always have a plan as to how they're going to do and what they, you know, how they're going to attack. So, she did state things predators look for. So, I made a list because you know I took notes. So I'm gonna read down the list of what predators look for. One is distractions. Two is intoxication or intoxicated. Three is small stature, like myself, because I'm small. Dress code. Now let me address dress code. Now she's not saying that um you are at fault if you're dressed a certain way you get attacked. She's just saying that if I remember correctly, that the predator is looking at how you how you may assess or dress yourself, whether it's uh, skimpy or not, is just something they look for. They look to see if you're alone or not, if you're looking vulnerable, um, the fact that you're female, are you high off some type of substances? Sometimes it's religion because there are hate crimes out there. The time, the time of the day, that's what predators look for. Age, um, if you're lost or not, language barriers, um, earbuds. Uh, affect appearance of wealth and gender so um earbuds i want to address that because that's what uh my distraction was that um i think caused the predator to see me as someone that he could attack because i was distracted by the earbuds now i was only 19 so there was just certain things i did not know uh, I wish I knew then what I know now because a lot of things I just would have done differently. I just didn't know. I was just, I did not know, which is not my fault. But <clears throat> I was walking to the store and I had my ear earphones on and I had them on both ears. 
and I was playing music and the music was loud and you know I, so I didn't hear when this predator came up behind me um, I did see him because he did cross the street but he walked past me and then turned around to follow me so I believe that was to throw me off because now that I think about it if he were to come at me from the front and try to attack me I would see it but being that he saw oh she got on her headphones she's probably not hearing anything anyway if I walk past her and make her think that I'm just going in the opposite direction and then turn around and start following her she's not going to have a clue so I believe that's what his sick mindset was because I did not have a clue I was just oblivious I wasn't thinking this fool was about to now turn around and try to attack me. So, that's that. But now I know different. So, I also took note that I wrote here, when alone pretend calls do not always... Oh, this is a good thing she said. She said, when alone pretend calls does not always work. Because the attacker can see that as yet another distraction so it's really a myth when we feel like because i shoot i thought of this myself too when we think you know if we're alone and we feel like someone is following us or eyeballing us too much and we start getting on the phone and start talking when nobody's on the other end but we're pretending like we're on a phone call um that's a myth because that does not always work if at all really um she gave some phone tips like location sharing quick dots to 911 um, she did stress, always use one earbud when running, walking, etc. When listening to music, etc. Just make sure you have one earbud in your ear. Or headphone, whichever one you use. Just so you can always have the other, other ear to hear what's going on around you. So you're just aware. So she had some pre-attack indications. Physical, verb, verbal, stance, posture, facial isolation sensory um physical social so she was saying that you can be with people and led away by someone so that's also something to be mindful of like you can be with your you know your friends at a party or somewhere and a guy comes by and he's charming and all that and you know next thing you know he's like come walk with me or let's say you're at a house party he's like let's go upstairs and look at the the sky or the stars there's like a, a rooftop or whatever you know they they use some use some predators all predators they use certain tactics to try to get you alone and you can say no you know like do not afraid to enforce your no i mean i'm learning that i'm still learning that like i am not afraid to tell you no in a heartbeat and i really don't care if you like it or not you want to get mad get mad you'll get over it that's just how i see it so she also talked about, this is verbalization predatory interview strategies. So these are some of the things predators will use. Charm and niceness, which is, you know, very charming, nice, almost too nice. Forced teaming, I forgot what that was. Loan sharking, she did explain what that was. I forgot, I didn't write that down. A slight insult, like if they have, um, it's like a, a passive aggressive way to insult somebody too many details or they're giving if they're giving you too much details about themselves it's almost like why are you telling me that i didn't even ask you that it's like they're trying to get more information from you by them sharing 
a lot of information about themselves. Unsolicited promise. Um, I forget what that one meant. And then this is a big one. Discounting the no. Like if I got to tell you no more than once, that is a problem. Because now you're being extremely aggressive. Like if you offer to help me with my bags. Like let's say you want to offer to help me take my bags up into my apartment because you see me struggling and I don't know you from Adam and I say no thank you and you still keep insisting watch that that's a problem verbal boundaries are often tested before the physical boundaries so basically you have to be very clear and stern in your decline or deck no not declaration uh, be very clear and firm in your in your um approach to declining this person's help it can't be oh i mean it could be i mean if if you have like a very soft nature way about you because i know i do that is fine but if you see that this person keeps insisting and they're becoming pushy that's when you got to change it up like i said no i don't need your help i really want you to leave me alone i said no thank you like be clear and stern and assertive in how you say it because they're not it's like if you don't get that something is wrong because i'm not being passive or oh it's okay no really it's fine no I'm okay but well, thank you though i'm all right i'm good oh, it's okay you're not doing that okay i assertively clearly said no thank you now back the hell up clear as day you don't get that you might have to get into the red zone but normally usually that should be enough so uh i also wrote here attack e egress obstacles location of other objects improvised weapons oh she's basically talking about what if you're in the attack mode um depending on what the situation is and what's going on there's certain things that you can use as a weapon if you don't actually have a weapon with you so uh, this is a, a, a saying that she said that we as women should say to ourselves. And it goes like this. I am strong and I'm capable. Capable to do damage to another human being to protect myself. So lastly, I had to really ask myself and also give my permission, give myself permission to cause physical harm to someone else out of protection for myself. Because being an empath and being someone that's really, really nice, I think we get into this, um, I don't want to hurt anyone. Because you're really sensitive and you're just so thoughtful and compassionate towards other people that you don't want to cause harm to someone else. So, you know, you try to, I don't know, be as nice or gentle as possible. But that has to go out the window when it comes to protecting yourself or even someone you love. But we're talking about self-defense here, so that has to go out the window because it's either you or them. And when you're fighting for your life, you have to be okay with hurting someone else because they are trying to take you out. They're trying to abduct you, attack you, rape you, maybe even kill you. So you have to be ready and you have to know that it's okay to hurt this person. 
maybe even kill them. Hopefully not. But if you have to kill to protect yourself, then hey, it was self-defense. So that's all for today. Also, I did want to mention that I am thinking about taking a shooting class. I don't like guns, um, but my boyfriend suggested that we take a class together. He already took a class and has his, his gun license, but it's expiring soon, so he's, he's thinking about taking it again, and uh, he wants me to go with him, and I think I just might. Just, I don't know. I don't know that I'll ever, I'll ever buy a gun. I just don't see myself owning a gun. I just... I don't know. I see myself taking self-defense classes as I already have and I plan to go back. I see myself doing that because teach me how to fight. Shoot, teach me how to defend myself because I'm small in stature. And, you know, I was already attacked, so I'm, like, so on guard right now. Um, But, yeah, that's something that I am looking into. So, I will end by saying... Jesus loves you, and so do I. And if you are not saved, I will invite you to do so. All you have to do is accept the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart as your personal Savior. It does not matter where you've been, what you've done, who you used to be, what you did a minute ago, yesterday, last week, last weekend. God loves you, and you cannot do life on your own. You cannot go through life without salvation. We need it. We all need it. We all need God's grace because we all fall short every single day. So my last episode was about, it was about freedom of choice. So God does give us the freedom to choose. Um, we just have to know that, that, that those choices we make follow consequences. So I would advise choosing Christ every time, every single time. Um, because he's the way, the truth, and the light. He's not a way. He is the way. Which basically means there is no other way. Um, some may want to argue with me on that. Because they're more into religion than they are relationship with God. But I'm not going to get into all that. Because I don't like debating. I don't like arguments. But I just will say that Jesus is the way. Not a way. Remember that, okay? So with that being said, have a lovely, lovely Saturday. Enjoy your 4th of July. Please be safe. I plan to come back again maybe next Saturday or before. Who knows? Um, I'm trying to work on promoting myself more because I'm so not good at that. Um, I'm also thinking about other topics and things that I can talk about around mental health and mental care. And I want to have a guest or two at some point. So I believe that's all for now. Oh, and I also wanted to share with you guys that I'm going to see a sleeping specialist um, because my sleep, my sleep is okay, but I feel like sometimes I fall asleep at the wrong times at times where it's, it's even dangerous. And sometimes I feel more tired than normal out of nowhere. I'm not sure what that's about. So my doctor suggested seeing a sleep specialist. I did take the sleep survey and I passed it. So I do not have a sleeping disorder. Thank God. But I don't know. Something else might be going on. It's better to be safe than sorry. I do have a history of anemia. But I am on iron. So I don't know that that's the problem. But we shall see what happens. <laughs>
I'll keep you guys posted. And please know if you need to see a soothing specialist, that is okay. It doesn't mean anything is wrong with you. Just take care of yourself. Okay? Put yourself first and take care of you. Until next time, I love you. Jesus loves you. And be great and humble. Okay? Bye.